BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. It's the sound of a cracked cold one. We're getting ready to roll right into UFC Vegas 77. It's me. We're back two weeks away. We're back again. Two, one, two, one. Took off for 4th of July. We're back. UFC 290 took place this last weekend. My microphone is not on mute, but I can't hear myself. So, oh, there we go. There's, I got to get the right feedback. Here we go. UFC 290 took place this last, uh, this past weekend, as Theo would say. And here we are. UFC Vegas 77, home versus Bueno Silva. If you're trying to figure out what main event could compete with Volk versus Rodriguez, I would say home Bueno Silva is about as peak matchmaking as you can get. I mean, this one really, mm, the hits just keep coming, man. They really know how to follow up the momentum from International Fight Week, right? Nothing says, let's keep the party rocking like Holly Holmes' eighth main event. I I just, I absolutely, I love it, man. I love it. Um, there's a little bit of sarcasm, but not a ton because Holly Holm is a cash cow. Holly Holm makes us money nonstop. So, um, yeah. This last, uh, this last event, UFC 290, we went four and two for 23.6 units, uh, which was a nice handful of sprinkles on our 
Strickland versus Magomedov card where we went five and one for 12.3 units. Now, you say, Dale, we didn't do a show last week. How on earth am I supposed to know what the plays were? Well, I posted them on betmma.tips. I'm not saying you should follow me there. For a while now, I haven't been saying that you should even tail me on a lot of these things. I'm just here to provide insight on some of these plays that I like. Um, I am still admittedly trying to dig myself out of the Drew Dober hole uh, when he lost to Matt Frivola. I have yet to dig myself out of that. Um, So we are close. We're, we're close to digging ourselves out of the Dober hole, but we're not quite there yet. I will say 23 units certainly helped, certainly helped. But um, for reference, I think I lost almost half of my bankroll on that fight um, or that event rather. So we have a lot of work to do. Some unit scaling uh, has definitely taken place. So we are we are working our way back to uh the land of the living and hopefully lord willing we might we might get even closer this weekend i've got six plays that i really like um we'll go over them here shortly full disclosure producer jake's got a bout of the bad chicken he went and had him some chicken marsala or something somewhere and he's not feeling too hot so he didn't put the odds in and didn't do the banners and the streamers all that stuff for the bottom so we're just going to talk this is just going to be a uh, fireside chat style episode Hopefully you understand the English language. You don't need to read it rolling across the bottom of the screen all the time in order to understand what it is that I'm saying. But I do have five, six plays that I that I do like and ones that we're going to consider playing. So I do encourage you uh, to tag along. But let's review, let's recap UFC 290, right? A lot of people are talking about this. Uh, I, I've, I've heard people say, you know, uh, it's one of the greatest cards that they can ever remember watching. From top to bottom, it's one of the greatest cards that they've ever seen. I'm I I don't have I'm not going to argue that right because then you're going to go well which one's better? But I I don't, I don't have one right off the rip that I'm going to say that. But it was it was really good, man. It was a really fantastic night of fights. Um, I. Our big hits. Let's re- let's review what we hit on for that, rather, and then and I'll use that as the segue. So plays for that were uh, first one was Aguilar money line over Shannon Ross. That came in at minus one forty, which seems like a gift because Shannon Ross sneezes too hard and goes to sleep. So Aguilar, now those flyweights too, they don't crack. I understand that, but. Minus 140 on somebody that's as bad as Shannon Ross. Again, Shannon Ross, akin to Shane Young, um, Aussie on the card because he's an Aussie, not necessarily because of skill. Uh, So getting Aguilar, you know, and getting him at that minus 140, we unloaded there. That was a max play, and it hit. It hit. So we we started off the night great. Um, The next play was Alonzo Menafield, uh, Jimmy Crute. Plus 120 on Menafield, and I'm going to be honest with you, I did not fire on that the way I probably should have. But again, this is a hindsight recap. Um, we got that at plus 120, put a unit and a half or 1.2 units on it, and, and you know made our money back. Now, I 
I was under the impression that Jimmy Crute was going to take what he did in round three and bring it to that fight and almost fight like it was round four of that fight when he didn't do that at all. Um, Menafield even seemed like he was giving him the opportunity for that because he was being very hesitant. He was fighting off the back foot. He was really just kind of looking for the counters. Uh, but then he wrapped up that that sneaky little neck crank slash you know choke. Got him out of there. Jimmy Crute took the gloves off, threw him in the middle of the cage. More frustration than anything else, I think. Uh, I believe somebody posted that he had uh, he had said that he was just heat of the moment. He's not actually going to retire. Um, I mean, he's got to get off. He's got to get off the island. I think if he's going to level up, I, I I know that there are champs and high quality fighters over there in the Oceana area, but. Um, Maybe maybe coming stateside, right? Uh, I hate to say it, but man, uh, Nick Sick and the boys over at Extreme Couture have, have a really good um, grasp on the 185 and 205 divisions, man. They're very good at guys that size. Might not be a bad play. Come out to Vegas for a little bit. Get some of that Vegas sun and um, just, you know. Get some get some uh, get some reps in. I think he's got a kid and stuff though, so that that, that stuff like that makes it very difficult. But uh, we hit on Alonzo Menafield. Next one was Denise Gomes over Yasmin Uruguay, plus three twenty, bro. You you already know the speed when it comes to this stuff. You give me plus three hundred, plus two hundred, plus anything on a woman, and we take this right. Like we, what 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 do they say? What is what is understood does not need to be said. Like. Plus three, plus three on a woman in 2023. Come on, bro. You know we're playing that. And Denise comes out there. Denise comes plus 320, goes out there and snuffs Yasmin Uruguay uh, in the first 90 seconds of that fight. Come on, bro. That's that's a hitter right there. That, that hits. So we crush three right off the rip. Uh, just a one-unit play on Denise Gomes. And then the next one was a max bet, another max bet on Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler plus 210 um, max unit play. And we play that because Nico Price is butt. Sorry. Entertaining? Yes. Killer be killed? Of course. Never in a boring fight? Goes without saying. But Robbie Lawler, an elite-level Hall of Fame athlete, if anybody gets the storybook ride off, it's Robbie Lawler. Um, and he did exactly that. People say, well, you know, Nico may have taken a dive or, you know, he just kind of gave up or whatever. I, I don't care whether he did or not. We made money on it. So it is what it is. I mean, I think probably 40 to 60% of these fights are fixed anyway. So if that was one of them, I was happy to be on the right side of it. So two max plays, um, that one at plus money right off the rip was just fantastic. And then we took a small stab on Valentine Woodburn over Bo Nickel, uh, plus 1,300. I mean, it's two grown men in a fist fight. Anything can happen. It's worth throwing a stab at. And then we took um, an untracked play, Valentine over Bo in round one was at plus 3,600. So, of course, we're going to sprinkle that a little bit. Neither one of those hit. And then I max bet Yair Rodriguez over Volkanovsky, not a dig on Volk, but more so my play on the narrative that I thought we were going to have and maintain three Mexican champions throughout the year. Um, obviously, I felt considerably less good about that play after Brandon Moreno lost to Alexander Pantoja. Um, 
which was a fantastic fight. Um, not a fight that I want to see again anytime soon. If we could please stop having Brandon Moreno constantly fight for titles um, and having to rerun everything back. I also hate the fact, and I, this is not a hot take, and it's not something that isn't already said a million times over, but I'm going to add to the continuous echo chamber of everybody else in, in the MMA media content space is that please stop doing this thing where we have to beat the champ twice to be like to be considered the champ. Please stop. It's just it's. I, I would just, I would love parody in this. Please, please just like let Brandon Moreno go fight anybody. Let him fight Albazi next and give Brandon Royval a chance against Pantoja. I, I, deserving or not, I don't care. Just give me something else. Please, please let me just, oh, I yell yeah, deal. They're incapable of bad fights. I understand that. That's why I want to see them fight other people instead of each other all the time. That, that's exactly it. So, all things considered, we did really well. 23.6 units coming out on that one. So let's talk about our plays for UFC Vegas 77. Um, and then I'll just give a brief money line lean top to bottom. That's it. I'm not breaking down every fight anymore. You guys uh, that have been around for the last few weeks know that we're doing five or six high confidence plays and then just rolling out from there. I will be putting out another episode this week. Um because I want to take time to talk about the um, Tyson Fury, Francis Ngannou thing, and some other stuff that's been going on. So I, I'll get into that more on a time where it's not bogging down. But this is UFC Vegas 77, so we're just going to run through these fairly quickly here. So my first high-confidence play is Norma Dumont Moneyline. Now, you say, well, Dale, Norma Dumont is a she's a favorite in a women's fight that's that's hypocritical to what you just said well this fight opened up at plus money for norma dumont and then quickly moved to even money where it stayed for a while and now she is the minus 135 145 favorite thankfully i was able to get at even money there are people out there that got at plus 115 some people at plus 120 i never saw that line i never got that line i did get even money so i'm playing norma at even money i'm tracking norma at even money and we'll go from there she's bigger thicker more experience the boxings look better she's actually gotten a lot more active lately she's not she's not so passive anymore and if we're going to be completely honest about things um, we need to slow the roll on Chelsea, right? Like that's we that's I understand, like you can do the whole she's like she's like a female Diaz, bro. She's like she's like female Diaz, Chelsea Chandler. I I I get it, right? It was really cool to see her fight Julia Stoliarenko like that, but that's it, right? Like she beat Russian great value Ronda Rousey. She didn't beat anybody great. Let's calm down. Even her wins over Invi oh, in Invicta, um, she beat an 0 and one person, a one and one person. Like she's not beating any. Like she's not. She's, she's not beating anybody. So let's just pump the brakes on a little bit. Uh, you know, full. You know, you guys already know this is we, we are a Norma Dumont podcast when it comes to this stuff. If she can make the weight, she's going to give anybody problems. Uh, she's been a lot more active lately. I like the line that I got. We fired on it. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say, 
you should unload on her at minus 135, minus 145, because women's science does apply. But if you can get a good line and you feel good, I like Norma here. I just I don't see anything out of Chelsea that makes makes me fear for Norma. Um, I just don't see it. Next one, uh, Terrence McKinney and Sadikov. We're going under one and a half. Under one and a half is minus 170, which is super juicy. I realize that. But Terrence McKinney is not getting any better. He's not getting any better. He's not leveling up. He's not adding new wrinkles to his game. He's going to give you four hard minutes, and then that's it. He's cooked after that. Well, you, the the only thing that can make that that sort of makes this play a lit, like makes me slightly nervous about this play is that Nazim Sadikov is. I don't want to say he's not very good. Um, I mean, obviously he's eight, eight, eight and one. He's only lost his pro debut, but um, the, you know, contender series alum curse, if you want to call it that, had had the win over Evan Elder, but it was because it was from a cut. It wasn't like a, it wasn't some crazy. I don't know. He's got the Longo Weidman MMA thing going though. That camp's got a lot of momentum right now. I'll ride the momentum of the camp. I think they prepare for guys like like McKinney well um you know he's getting rounds in with crazy wild unorthodox people like Frivola um I'm I'm all over it I'm all over under one and a half here let's get let's get some violence on this card I don't know if we'll see a ton of it but um I again I think this is more a fade on Terrence McKinney now Terrence McKinney can come out and do a Terrence McKinney and throw some weird 360 Hadouk and Ryu knee um and 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 crush Sadikov. Sure. He he very well may do that. Um, in which case we're covered by the under one and a half. I don't to be honest, I don't care who wins this fight. I just want them, I want their lower skill levels to um hopefully not turn this into 15 minutes of damn it. <laughs> for lack of a better way to put it, that's really what I want. That's what I'm hoping for is we don't get 15 minutes of, uh, come on, man. You know, just getting real tired, like two heavyweights out there. Next one, Walt Harris money line, the big ticket, 13 and 10. I understand that 13 and 10. He's also lost three in a row, but I'm going to remind you of the three that he's lost to. Overeem, Volkov, and Marcin Tybura. He's taken on Josh Parisian. Josh Parisian's 15 and 6. Josh Parisian's win one, lose one uh, for the last two years or so. And, you know, his wins Alan Badeau, Rocky Martinez. Alan Badeau and Rocky Martinez. I know that Walt Harris has like got seven good minutes in him, maybe eight. I understand that. I get it. Uh, but Josh Parisian is not good. Like, he's really not good. Um, and say what you will, you know, if we really want to look at this, the city of Paris is falling as we speak. Um, and people from Paris are called Parisians. So it's all the analysis I need uh, personally as a degenerate gambler. Um that France in and of itself is falling. Uh, Paris is on fire. People from Paris are called Parisians and a Parisian is fighting. Uh, to me, that just, 
the, the writings out there. They're just letting us know the script, man. Uh, that's the high level insight you guys get when you come here. Uh, it, it, I think that I think that the time that Walt has been putting in with John Jones is going to pay dividends. That's my hope. My hope is the time away. My hope is the time spent around people that are committed to him getting better against or with people that are winning around him. Um, I think that I think that that will pay dividends, right? He has good wins. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that like, like Daniel Spitz is a world beater, but I mean, Alexia Linux, pretty good. Sergey Spivak is pretty dang good. Um, and he crushed Spivak in round one. So like, you know, they booked him against Tai Tuivasa, his last, you know, thing. And then he got hurt or whatever, but like the, the, the people that he struggles with are like against like big, heavy big body dudes and i i just don't see that josh parisian i think he i think josh parisian's soft and he doesn't have the cardio to to wear on on walt i think walt writes the ship here he lost three in a row but i think he gets it back he's at minus 160 here and quality of opponent and you know just strength of schedule and skill set and the fact that i think he'll be night and day faster than josh parisian I mean, I don't think Josh Parisian is going to knock him out. Is, is he going to? Is Josh Parisian going to wrestle him? Like, I, I, I get this, and I, I try to think like, how does how does a guy like Josh Parisian win this fight? The majority of it, like the vast majority of his wins have come via knockout. So, like, do we get a a gassed like 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 Walt super gassed, and then Josh knocks him out? Like, is that how it does? Or is he going to? Is he going to? flatline them while they're still fresh. I just don't see it, man. I just, I think, I think it's a great spot for Walt. Um, so I'm on him. I'm on him. All right. Two more plays. Co-main event of the evening. Jung Young Park, the Iron Turtle taking on Albert Duryev. Inside the distance, plus 110. Inside the distance, plus 110. I don't know. I, I understand the odds. I don't know if a lot of people are going to play that. I don't know a lot of people that are going to be on that one and justifiably. So Duryev is a guy that sometimes seemingly does not know that he has a second and third gear that he can potentially tap into. And he kind of plays it smart and he plays it laid back or he'll come out and he'll be real wrestle heavy. Like he'll hit like all of a sudden he wants to come out and he just wants to wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. Um, But truthfully minus the loss to Buckley with the weird eye, cowboy eye, um, the dude hasn't lost in years. Has not lost in years. Last time Albert Duryev lost a fight, walking Buckley aside, a lot of folks, a lot of you folks, truth be told, well, I, I don't say you folks because everybody listens to the shows like an OG rent the UFC VHS cassettes from Blockbuster. But other folks, um, you know, they didn't watch they had no idea what MMA was the last time Duryev lost a fight. Last time he lost a fight outside of the Joaquin Buckley thing was 2014. Um, now, in in the interim, he's split and lost or split and wins via decisions and and, and knockouts. 
Uh, but Jung Young Park, the Iron Turtle, is kill or be killed, right? Uh, if he can get you to the ground, he's constantly looking for that neck, constantly. And then if he can't, he's willing to stand and bang. He puts himself in positions to not only win, but even more so, and why we're going to win money off this, he puts, him in pos- puts himself in positions to lose fights. So... Uh, we take the small plus money. Yes, it is small plus money. So, um, but we will we will try it. We will try it. Zen Monkey says, Terrence McKinney is now Travis Luters in Texas with Kevin Holland and Saida Koob. Interesting. Well, he says very interesting with question marks, but I, I, I do find that to be interesting. I do. Um, I need to see that McKinney has grown before I can bet on the fact that he is growing. A guy that has low impulse control and bad fight IQ like Terrence McKinney, I need to see visibly by losing money on you one time that you have made a change. Once once you prove me wrong, then I'll start using that in the analysis moving forward. But until then, he's low IQ, you know, high speed, low drag, four minutes tops. So, um, but that that is interesting that he's at, he's at Looters now. That's, I mean, that that potentially could be a good move for him. Truthfully, all right, we've got one one play left, one play left, and anybody that's listened to the show for any amount of time can tell you what it's going to be. It's Holly Home money line. Holly Holm money line. Now, I understand she's the favorite here. I get it. I I I understand it. Trust me, I do. And women's science would dictate that we play all women's dogs. But but there is an exception list to this, and we have gone over the exception list many times. There are currently four women now there's three women on the exceptions list it was amanda nunez was on the exception the exceptions list uh jermaine durandamy who coincidentally enough now wants to come out of retirement now that amanda nunez isn't around hilarious valentina shevchenko and holly holm so we have a holly holm favorite here and it is another holly holm minus 150 range favorite which is a gift it's a gift now we say Myra Bueno Silva. Okay, let's let's look at let's look at this objectively. Why is this line where it is? Well, Holly Holm, for starters, is forty-one years old. Um, that's I don't know if women I don't know if women age the same way men do as far as like fight miles go, um, but she's forty-one. Right. So Meyer Buena Silva coming off a win over Lena Landsberg, the queen of elbows. And that was, was she the queen of elbows, the princess of elbows, the queen of elbows, something like that. Um, Stephanie Egger and Yanan Wu. Like that's, that's what we're looking at here. Right. Um, not great wins. These are not great wins. And certainly nobody of the caliber of Holly Holm whatsoever, but she's won three in a row. And to be honest, there's really, you don't, unless Holly Holm is fighting for a title, there's nobody out there that she has not beaten. Like who else do you have her fight? Right? Like everybody that's not 
a title contender, she is beaten already. So what do you do? Like, just how does that work? Right. Um, so you feed her somebody else. Would have liked to have seen her versus Norma, but it is what it is. The uh, the minus one fifty win over Yana Santos was a gift, and I hope we are not. Part of me says this feels like a trap, right? This feels like a trap. Like the books gave us minus one fifty on Holly versus Yana just a few short months ago, which you should have used to pay off your car if you had a car. If you have a car note. Now they give us against, they give us the same line against somebody who's even lower level, who's of less of a threat than even Yana Santos. Like where, where is the, where is the, where's the factor that brings this line? Where is, is it because Silva has submission wins? Is it it because she come off a knee bar win? Is that, is that what it is? Like, do, do we think that Myra Bueno Silva is going to go out there and Iminari roll into Holly Holmes' knee or leg and grab that and like get a, a knee bar? Do we think that she's going to scramble to the back like Misha Tate and choke her unconscious? Like, is that is that what we're thinking? Like, she pushes Holly against the cage, she grapevines a leg, she moves to the back, and she jumps rear naked. Like, um, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see where that comes into play. So it feels like a trap, but I mean, I guess I'm ready to be trapped, right? Like I'm going to take, I'm going to take Holly home here uh, because she's, she's the gift that always gives, man. She, she really does. She just continues to give. She loses the fights she's supposed to lose and she wins everything else. I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know another I don't know a better way to put it. We know her skill set. We know her camp. We know what she's capable of. She wins the fights she's supposed to win. She loses the fights she's supposed to lose. And truthfully, the Ketlin Vieira fight is the only outlier because she beat Ketlin Vieira. And I say that as a person that was on Ketlin because Ketlin was an underdog. So yeah. I, I mean it is what it is. Um Let's see here. I'm looking for a line movement or a prop to entice a McKinney bet. He's due a win with a little IQ help. Maybe. It, I hope it's there. But it, see, IQ help only manifests itself through discipline. So can he stay disciplined? Has he worked on the noodle? The noodle determines how well IQ gets executed, right? Um, so he needs, he needs, he needs help with that. So if that's in check, then yeah. But again, I need to see it. I need to see it first. Guy who loves beer says, good evening. What's up, man? How are you, dude? How's that family? And Adam from the very beginning, look forward to breaking down potential card of the year. I agree, bro. This can be a sleeper, man. There'd be a lot of people posting high unit wins on the tweeter.com. Uh, you just wait. You wait and see, bro. A lot of people are going to boogie on this one. So I wish we had, uh, are the DK draft lineups out yet? If they're not, we'll go over that on the Francis Ngannou Tyson Fury uh, show with some other stuff coming up. 
let's see here. Let me look real quick. Bad radio while I pull up the old DK here. Let's see. Come on now. My DraftKings just spinning. I'm getting the spinny arrow of doom here. All right. Yeah. So, man, your top your top salary is maximum at 9600. All right. So, we got we'll we'll throw a DraftKings lineup together uh as well and we'll add that to the uh to the secondary show this week and see what that looks like. But let's end this bad daddy by rolling through some money line leans real quick. So we got Mel Melsic Bagdasarian Tucker Lutz. I'm on Bagdasarian here. However, I would not be surprised to see Lutz pull it out in round three uh or even take it and win a decision. Austin Lingo taking on uh Melquizel Melquizel. I don't know. The dude's got the thing with multicolored skin man he looks wild um costa versus lingo lights out lingo uh i'm on costa here oddly enough man um austin lingo looks like the toughest dude in letter kenny but i believe that costa is going to put that mexican cartel uh bloodline to good work and get get the w there now women's about here estella nunez taking on victoria dudakova now i'm just going to let you guys know ahead of time now just prepare yourself for all of a sudden, the moment Victoria Dudikova walks out, you're going to have all these guys come out, all these fan accounts, all these things are going to pop up everywhere. Dudikova is going to be the next chick that everybody uh, She's taking on Estella Nunez. Estella Nunez is a massive underdog, um, minus 200-plus, depending on the book, which means by default we have to play her. We have to. Dudikova making her promotional debut. 6-0, undefeated, should win this fight. Estella Nunez dropped three, four out of her last five, three in a row. Um, she lost to Sam Hughes, if that's any indication of the skill set. Yikes. Um, but we have to. We have to. It's a women. It's women. Now, it's not a one-unit women's science play. This is definitely like a half-unit women's science play. This is definitely a sprinkle. This is like this the sprinkliest of sprinkles. But we'll see. Women's science, right? Women's science always. All right. Gennaro Valdez, Evan Elder. Evan Elder at 7-2. Gennaro Valdez at 10-2. I'm on Valdez, and I think an inside the distance might be sneakier than you expect here. Uh, Carl Deaton III taking on Alex Munoz. Alex Munoz at 6-2. Carl Deaton at 17-6. I'm on Munoz. Carl Deaton, all-time bad haircut. Dude looks crazy in the streets. Uh, Tyson Nam taking on Azat Moxham. Uh, dead animal hat, 16-0. Give me Moxham. Tyson Nam. Can crack, so can Maxim, but here's the thing. Inside the distance is way, way, way too juicy. It's like minus three and some change. We're not playing that at all. Not playing that at all. So we just we'll just enjoy it. Um, and then we get Ashley Evan Smith taking on Aileen Perez. Aileen Perez at seven and two. Ashley Evan Smith at six and five. Ashley Evan Smith is an underdog, and she is worth sprinkling on based on strength of competition alone. Aileen Perez is not good. This is a battle of two chicks that think they're better looking than they actually are. So they're probably going to pose for a selfie at some point. Um, so Jack Della Maddalena got to hang out in Vegas for another week because they found somebody to sacrifice to him. And that man is Basil Hafez out of the Pittsburgh area. I believe he's a Pennsylvania guy. Um, 
So if I'm if 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 I'm thinking of them correctly, uh let's see. Basil Hafez is the number three ranked Pennsylvania pro welterweight. Oh, yeah, dude. He's number three in PA at welterweight for sure. He's going to go out there and stun the world over Jack Della Maddalena. What's crazy to me, here's what I don't understand. And I know, I know that um, Bo Nichols, the truth, and he beat Woodburn in 19 seconds. But um, should he have been a bigger favorite over Woodburn than Jack Della Maddalena is over this Hafez guy? I mean, Maddalena's like a minus 600. Joker should be at least a thousand, but um, anyway, obviously JDM for sure. Uh, last thing here, Zen Monkey says, notice a change. Holly does not react while well to getting punched in the face like Robert Whitaker. Look, man, I I don't know what was going on with Bobby Knuckles. Sometimes, sometimes just the right boop just makes you reconsider things, right? It just really does. And uh, sometimes it's your night, sometimes it's, it's not. Um, Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the case, but I need to be proven wrong, right? Like everybody, like it took, there was, there was, listen, I'm not saying nobody was on Drickus. There was a lot of people that were on DDP, a lot of them. And a lot of them said a lot of stuff, right? And here, here's the, here's the weird part about MMA handicapping, right? It's not like team sports. Where you go out there and you say, oh, Patrick Mahomes is going to do this, that, and the other against so-and-so's defense. And then he goes out there and he could have moderate success and still win a game, right? Like, oh, he's going to he's gonna shred so-and-so, he, you know. But maybe he doesn't throw for five touchdowns, but he still throws for two and they win the game. And you're going to go, oh, he played a good game, solid game, composed game, right? Whereas in fighting, these things happen where – you go out and if it's if it's an off night and it's not your night, um, there is no there's no consolation prize. And and even more so in in the handicapping realm of things, you have all these people, right, that are like Drickus is a better wrestler, he hits harder, he's gonna have better cardio because the nose is fixed, he's gonna do X, Y, and Z, right? And if he doesn't go out there and do exactly all of that. You look foolish because there is no secondary option to that. Like he ha- like he has to do what you said, or you look, you look, there's no consolation prize. And there was a lot of people, more so than than I think people are aware of, that were like, Drickus is gonna beat Bobby Knuckles. I was on the Bobby Knuck side because I feel like Knuckles outside of um Adesanya is probably the best middleweight walk in the, the earth right now. But he didn't act, he didn't do anything right. He didn't do anything right. So no matter no no amount of statistical analysis and stylistic breakdowns and matchup like comparison prepares you for that, which is what makes this game so frustrating is you have people that have a clear path to victory. And I'm not I'm not talking about knuckles here, but you have people that have a clear path to victory. And they go out there and they completely abandon the game plan. They say, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So, um, 
you, you just, there's no part like that's part of the frustrating thing about this is that you just you you see it and you go for all intents and purposes this guy should dog walk um ex opponent and then he goes out there and he wants to be a wrestler and you're like why are why are we wrestling why are we wrestling when we have good hands or why are we using our hands when we have great wrestling why are we doing that and then they lose and you after you sit here in a chair and you're like, ah, he's gonna do this, this, and this, and this, this. like there is no consolation prize. You just look dumb at that point. So um, i.e. Matush Gamrot over Benil Dariush. Right? Kevin Lee, Gregor Gillespie. Mm. Mm. Right? So anyway, five plays that I really like, six plays that I really like for this weekend are in no particular order. Norman Dumont money line, McKinney Saudi Cub under one and a half, Walt Harris money line, Holly Holm money line, Park Duryev inside the distance. That's what I've got for you. I'll make some more content. We'll get some more out this week uh, for you guys. Until then, be good to each other. God bless you. And we will see you later. Peace. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.